Hello and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is April 12th and we will be reading paragraphs 793 through 799 today. We will continue reading about the church as the body of Christ and then transition into the church as the temple of the Holy Spirit. So we begin in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ unites us with his Passover. All his members must strive to resemble him until Christ be formed in them. For this reason, we are taken up into the mysteries of his life, associated with his sufferings as the body of, with its head, suffering with him, that with him we may be glorified. Christ provides for our growth. To make us grow toward him, our head, he provides in his body the church the gifts and assistance by which we help one another along the way of salvation. Christ and his church thus together make up the whole Christ, Christus totus. The church is one with Christ. The saints are acutely aware of this unity. Let us rejoice then and give thanks that we have become not only Christians, but Christ himself. Do you understand and grasp, brethren, God's grace toward us? Marvel and rejoice, we have become Christ. For if he is the head, we are the members. He and we together are the whole man. The fullness of Christ, then, is the head and the members. But what does head and members mean? Christ and the church. Our Redeemer has shown himself to be one person with the Holy Church, whom he has taken to himself. Head and members form, as it were, one and the same mystical person. A reply of St. Joan of Arc to her judges sums up the faith of the holy doctors and the good sense of the believer. About Jesus Christ and the Church, I simply know they're just one thing, and we shouldn't complicate the matter. The Church is the Bride of Christ. The unity of Christ and the Church, head and members of one body, also implies the distinction of the two within a personal relationship. This aspect is often expressed by the image of bridegroom and bride. The theme of Christ as bridegroom of the Church was prepared for by the prophets and announced by John the Baptist. The Lord referred to himself as the bridegroom. The Apostle speaks of the whole Church and of each of the faithful members of his body, as a bride betrothed to Christ the Lord, so as to become but one spirit with him. The church is the spotless bride of the spotless lamb. Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her. He has joined her with himself in an everlasting covenant and never stops caring for her as for his own body. This is the whole Christ, head and body, one formed from many. Whether the head or members speak, it is Christ who speaks. He speaks in his role as the head, ex persona capitis, and in his role as body, ex persona corporis. What does this mean? The two will become one flesh. This is a great mystery, and I am applying it to Christ and the church. And the Lord himself says in the gospel, so they are no longer two, but one flesh. They are, in fact, two different persons, 
yet they are one in the conjugal union. As head, he calls himself the bridegroom. As body, he calls himself bride. Roman numeral three. The church is the temple of the Holy Spirit. What the soul is to the human body, the Holy Spirit is to the body of Christ, which is the church. To this spirit of Christ, as an invisible principle, is to be ascribed the fact that all the parts of the body are joined one with the other and with their exalted head. For the whole spirit of Christ is in the head, the whole spirit is in the body, and the whole spirit is in each of the members. The Holy Spirit makes the church the temple of the living God. Indeed, it is the church herself that the gift of God has been entrusted. It is in her that communion with Christ has been deposited, that is to say, the Holy Spirit, the pledge of incorruptibility, the strengthening of our faith, and the ladder of our ascent to God. For where the church is, there also is God's Spirit. Where God's Spirit is, there is the church and every grace. The Holy Spirit is the principle of every vital and truly saving action in each part of the body. He works in many ways to build up the whole body in charity, by God's word, which is able to build you up, by baptism, through which he forms Christ's body, by the sacraments, which give growth and healing to Christ's members, by the grace of the apostles, which holds first place among his gifts, by the virtues, which make us act according to what is good, finally, by the many special graces, called charisms, by which he makes the faithful fit and ready to undertake various tasks and offices for the renewal and building up of the church. Charisms, whether extraordinary or simple and humble, charisms are graces of the Holy Spirit which directly or indirectly benefit the church, ordered as they are to her building up to the good of men and to the needs of the world. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com, and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.